Good morning. Good morning. Happy Monday. Let's make sure we are live. Welcome to Ladder Talk Live. We are here Monday through Friday, 11 a.m. Eastern. And we are live on a couple of different platforms. The first is going to be Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, I think I said Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, and Entra. So excited for each and every one of you to be here. If this is your first time seeing me, if this is your first time interacting with this show, please feel free to hit the subscribe button wherever you're watching this so that you can be in the know with everything we have going on with all of our lives in addition to all of the topics that we have. Each week with Ladder Talk Live, we have a brand new topic that we discuss uh, as it pertains to business and career. Ladder Talk Live is designed for you, the professional, whether it be through entrepreneurship or career, and how to improve on both sides of the coin. So today's topic, today, or excuse me, I should say this week's topic is interviewing week. Last week, we had Women in Power Week. This week, we're going to be talking about interviews, all of the things as it pertains to interviews. This is where I really want you to be interacting, asking questions as it pertains to the interview. What questions do you have? And I'm not asking this specifically from the interviewee perspective, but also from the interviewer. So let me introduce myself to give you a little background on who I am. I am Coach Belina. I am a career and life coach. I am also a technical recruiter. I have been in the recruiting space for over a decade now. And so I am going, I, I typically coach my clients from the recruiting perspective as it pertains to career advice. Um, and so this week, I'm going to be talking from both sides, the employer as well as the potential employee. So be sure to tune in each and every day this week. We're going to be covering the various layers of an interview and what to expect, what to do, what we as uh, employers are looking for and what you can provide. And then in reverse, we're talking about what we as em employers need to provide to entice an employee. So with that being said, I need you guys to be a part of the conversation because as you all know, feedback is necessary. Feedback is important to ensure that you're getting all of the information that you want out of these particular session. <laughs> Dan says, I'm looking to be bribed. Okay, well, we'll do what we got to do. Uh, so thank you all again for joining Ladder Talk Live. Um, today, we're talking about interviews. So today's topic is what to, what to expect from the interview process. Now, some of you are typically, you know, maybe a little bit more advanced in the process and kind of know what to expect, but I, I interview people on a regular basis. And surprisingly enough, not everyone knows. So I do want to uncover that first. That's going to be the foundation of our week to ensure that everyone is on the same page uh, in what to expect with the interview. There are going to be some nuances. I'm telling you from my experience in the recruiting space for, for so long, uh, but you may have some unique perspectives uh, depending on what the company you may be interviewing for or interviewing with or, you know, the employer perspective. So take that into consideration, but the foundation is typically going to be the same. So number one, 
typically is going to be your online application. Um, typically speaking, depending on how um, how bad, let's just be honest, they need to fill the position. You could hear something anywhere from 24 to 48 hours from an interview, or it could be a couple of weeks. But I have heard things uh, my, from my personal experience or my clients within 24 to 48 hours, uh, business days, of course. So once you complete the online application, typically go into an, a phone interview. Typically, the phone interview is with the recruiter. Now, the recruiter or sourcer, which is a recruiter, if you don't know the nuances, uh, we are, and again, I'm telling you from the perspective of a recruiter, we are looking to get a high level, somewhat overview of do you generally understand the role and does it seem like you can do the job? Now, there's a misconception that recruiters should know everything that well, what do you mean you don't know about this coding language or what do you mean you don't know the every intricacies of every little detail of the job we're not doing the job our job as a recruiter is to pre-qualify you to the best of our abilities with a set number of questions to define whether or not you are a fit for the role and whether or not you are aligned with the position our job is to get the basis to get the basic information about you as it pertains to the position and identify if you're a fit for the role as a result. Now, when you go to that next step, which is typically phase three, which is either a face-to-face -face interview with the hiring manager, or nowadays due to COVID, it could be a virtual um, uh, on-site with the hiring manager. Your hiring manager is going to be giving you more in-depth look, a behind-the-curtain look as to what the day in the life of that role really is. They're going to be asking more specific questions. Now, going backwards to the recruiter screen, we are going to ask you specific questions to ensure that you know what you say and you, you've done what you say you've done according to your resume and your profile. But we may not know everything. I want to debunk that because I have conversations with people and they expect us to just know every single thing. And that is not necessarily the role of the recruiter because, again, we're not doing the role on a day to day basis. And typically, we are working on various positions, anywhere from 15 to 50 different positions we could be working on. So uh, it's not also realistic to expect us to know every single thing. That is where the recruiter comes in, okay? or excuse me, the hiring manager comes in. So I do want to make sure you're aware of that. So when you are going in and asking the questions to these recruiters, you're asking the questions that they can answer. There's a recruiter can answer and there's going to be questions a hiring manager will answer better okay just want to make sure you are aware of that um, because that is um, a, a debunked thing that needs to be addressed as it pertains to our community so after we have completed our hiring manager interview the hiring manager interview once again is typically a 45 minute to an hour conversation virtually or in person depending on the, the company where we are just the hiring manager is simply trying to identify in a, in a in in a series of questions interactive conversation if you are a fit for the position what type of experience you've worked on what type of projects you've participated in uh what you've been doing and if you are a fit for their team. So there are going to be a, a various amount of things that they are searching for in the conversation. Now, 
to understand what specifically it is that they're searching for. Typically, companies are using their vision statement, if you will, their pillars to identify what success looks like in a candidate. So in order to guide your answers to that, and we'll talk about this in, in terms of the company, you're going to want to make sure you identify what are the pillars of the company, the, the employee mission statement, company mission statement. That'll help you identify what is it that um, the company really looks for. So for example, one main um, topic for Roblox is um, taking the long view. Are you thinking ahead or are you just thinking about what's right in front of you? Facebook's was um, must move fast. It was one of the missions at the time. Um, so we need to be more working quickly. Are you able to adapt to change on a regular basis? Um, every company has something different. You'll have to identify what that looks like for your for, for the company you're working for. But something to really that uh, you know that's really important as you are de defining how to answer these questions. Number uh, four. So typically you have your first hiring manager interview. If the hiring manager accepts you and says, yes, I want to talk, you know, I want this person to go through the full process, then you go in for an on-site. Now, again, it could be virtual or it could be in person. They, you know, previous to COVID, you get flown out to headquarters, spend the day or two with the company, identify, you know, what it is you're looking for, what projects they're working on. They'll give you a tour of the facility, identify who your teammates may be, things like that how you interact with each other. But now, typically, it is on-site virtually. So same situation where you might get a little bit of a tour or something like that, but typically you're just, you know, moving from person to person virtually in a panel, which is typically about five or six 30 to 45-minute phone calls with each individual person. Now, this is where those pillars come in because typically speaking, each person is supposed to be focused on one initiative based on the company values. So whether that be teamwork or, you know, collaboration or taking the long view or, you know, whatever that may be for the company, that is what that one person is supposed to be getting a true gauge on. Whether that be your technical depth, how deep do you really know something or, you know, to, to your uh, particular industry, you know, what, how much do you know? So keep that in mind. This is where a recruiter such as myself should be preparing you. So now I'm going to talk to the, the, the employer side. It is our job as recruiters to ensure that you understand what those pillars are, how to answer certain questions and prepare you. Now, if you find that you're not getting that. That's where you may want to invest in some mock interview coaching to kind of prepare you. The only way in, in a lot of cases you're, you're going to um, be prepared is to experience it. Uh, many people will tell you the first time they apply and interview for a major tech company, they don't get it. But they typically do because now they know what to expect. If you want to tell yourself, I don't want to miss it the first time, you may want to invest in a coach who can give you some mock interview coaching and kind of go through the process. Typically, when you're searching for that, make sure it's from people who have worked at the type of companies that you're looking to hire for, because sometimes you're only going to know based on experience.
Some people can't mock coach you on something they've not gone through. So keep that in mind, unless their clients are, you know, all coming from those type of companies, that's different, but just keep that in mind, do your due diligence before you invest in someone uh, coaching you and, and helping prepare you for opportunities. Number five is the final interview. So once you have successfully landed all of your interviews, um, and I will add a nuance to that, but before we um, end this, but the final interview is typically with an executive within the company, maybe a VP, director, whoever's above the hiring manager that would that would uh, be interviewing you. Make sure, again, there typically is a shorter one, so maybe 15, 20 minutes, 30 minutes max, but they're just trying to confirm everything else that everyone else has provided because if you get to the final interview, it's because you passed all the other ones have all of the notes and nuances and understand exactly what you know other people have uh, feedback have, they have provided so they're doing one final look over just to ensure they agree that this is a good fit for the team so once again it's very important to ensure that you understand exactly what the company is seeking exactly what the by this time you should really know what is needed what expectations look like is this something you're really interested in is this something I want to do? Can I see myself doing this for the long term? These are questions by the time you get to the final interview, you should be asking yourself and you should have answers. You shouldn't still be scratching your head, identifying, oh, I'm not sure. You should absolutely know that this is a fit for you. Okay. Now, before we move on, I do want to caveat this. If you're in the technical space, you will have to go through a technical interview. Typically, this is with um, maybe someone internally, uh, maybe an engineer or something like that, or third party um, companies that do assessments, technical assessments, where you'll have to do a code review or a coding assessment, where you're going to have to present your project, um, what codes you use, why do you use it. But remember, when you are going through this process, they are not just trying to see if you can do it. They want to know how you think. So make sure you're being detailed. Don't just give high level because they don't know you. That's one. The, if you can't let here, remember anything else I told you today. Remember, they don't know you. OK, so they need to see the things that you're capable of. The only way they're going to do that is by you sharing. So make sure you're clear. Make sure you're answering the questions. Pick up on the social cues. Sometimes hiring managers will try and guide the answer for you because you might be missing the mark. Pay attention. Pay attention. If I can't tell you anything. Pay attention to the cues that you're being given to help guide you. Okay? You don't want them to leave the conversation. I see this time and time and time again. I couldn't get a good gauge. I tried to guide them, but they just kept rambling about something else or they could never get to the point or they they weren't clear about their direction or why they chose this particular thing. Remember, these people do not know you. So make sure your first impression is clear. Is is that that your technical depth and your thought of why you chose what is clear. Imagine you're telling it to a child. I'm not saying put on your child talking voice, but you need to dissect it as if you were speaking to a child. Do not assume that they know what you know and do not assume that they, they believe that you know what you know because they don't know you. So I need you to, to dissect through the interview as if you were talking to a child. 
because that's a part of the pillar. You need to be able to cross-functionally communicate to tech and non-tech people. And for those who are not in the tech space, it could be just specific to non-specific non, uh, roles. Let's say you're in accounting, you're not going to just be rambling off numbers to a person who's not in the county. They may not be good at it, but you need to give them the and give it to them in spoonfuls so that they can understand and digest the information. Is this helping? Does this help you all? Let me know in the chat if this is helpful to you. Um, but it's something I've been noticing. Good morning, Harsha, David, Ebony, Khalid, Vani. Thank you so much for joining. Uh, connect with each other on LinkedIn. Drop your LinkedIn profiles. Uh, drop your Entra links uh, within the, the the group wherever you're watching this, and allow yourself to connect with each other. You're all going through similar things, so feel free to drop those links in the chat so we can all connect with each other. So um, expect to interview with a panel of people from the department. I, I, I discussed this before, but I kind of want to make sure we get a high level overview of what the takeaways look like. Thank you, Brandy. I want to want you to understand what those takeaways will look like. Prepare for the interview by reviewing your resume and making sure it is up to date on all of the information it contains. Now, this I cannot express enough. Make sure that your resume, your Entra, and your LinkedIn profile match. You can't say you've you've jumped around at one place. You know, let's say you've been at one company five years. One resume says you've been a director for the whole five years. One LinkedIn profile says, well, you just got promoted five months ago. And then your another profile says something completely different. They all need to tell the same story. Secondly, when you are in the interview, remember what you are interviewing for. Now, I know you're going to be like, uh, that's obvious. I know what I'm interviewing for. That's not what I'm saying. What I am saying is make sure if you're going in for a director position, and this may be your first role as a director or relatively new role as a director, answer the questions like a director would answer it. Answer the questions as a manager. Answer the questions as an engineer at that level would answer it. It's so important. I can't tell you how many times I've, I've found candidates, saw their resume, hiring manager, loved them. And then when they go in the interview, it doesn't match at all. You fluffed too much and then you didn't match up in person. You didn't match up in person. It's like going on a dating app. You're using a, a, a picture from 10 years ago and you're like, you do not look like that, sir. Y'all don't look the same. I use humor, but it's true. You need to match up with what your profile says and what your um, pro, uh, what your profile says, and then also what you're saying. So be very clear. Thank you, Leilani. Be very clear. Thanks, Ebony. Be very clear with who you're presenting in the interview matches who you are sharing yourself to be in your profiles. That is your homework for today. Make sure it matches. Good morning, Rocky. Make sure your, your profile, make sure your presence matches each other. Because if you go into an interview and you tell me, oh, I've been a director of communication for five years. And I ask you a question about, well, tell me about a time where you had to put together an entire project from end to end and provide it to senior leadership. Go. And you're like, uh, well, what, what I would do, I, you know, I might mm -mm, unqualified reject. 
And I'm telling you like it is. Y'all told me it was okay to be real. So I'm going to keep it real with you. You're rejected. You're rejected. I didn't ask you hypothetical. If you're, at, if you're answering these, these questions from a hypothetical perspective, that tells me you've never done it. I need specifics. Well, what a great question. When I was working at Facebook, I was tasked with uh, presenting a brand new initiative to improve and bring in new talent from a diverse candidate pool. What I did was I enlisted the, the support of different blah, 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 blah. But you see, I'm giving you specifics. I want you to paint me a story. How I tell my clients this is this. Imagine you are watching TV and a brand new rock movie, The Rock. I hope some of y'all all know who that is. Uh, the Rock puts out a, a um, trailer. In the trailer, they give you a two-minute synopsis. He is dealing with an adversary. He might not win. And then he, he might lose. The bad guy may lose or the bad guy may win. Now they've brought you into the story that you want to watch. That's it. When you're answering these questions, you want to use the, the um, STAR method, situation, task, action, and result. Tell me what was the situation. This is your story. What task did you need to do to achieve your goal? What actions did you take? And what was the result? Paint me a Mona Lisa so that I know you can do it. Remember, paint it in a way in which people can digest it. You're not always going to be talking to your equal. If you're talking, I hire all tech people, smart, some of the smartest people in the world. I am not an engineer. So although I, because I've been doing this long enough, I understand some of the things that are said, but there's just certain things I'm never going to understand. It's your job to help me understand that you can still do it. That's why I said it's important to talk, to explain it as if you're explaining it to a child. That's a part of the quiz of these interviews. They want to make sure you can digest it and, and put it into bite-sized pieces. Okay, exactly, John, real life examples. You have to tell me the story. I want to purchase your movie. Remember, when you go through the interview process, they're trying to decide, the employer is trying to decide if you are the best investment. Have you ever thought about it like that? And vice versa. The employer is trying to decide if you are the best investment for them. Will you return? Will you be a return on investment? And in reverse, you have to decide if this company is an investment of your time. You have to decide that. So it's important that you're interviewing them just as much as they interview you, which, again, we will talk about this week. Interview week, all week, we're talking about all things interview. We are taking questions live. So for those of you who are watching, ask them some questions if you have them. Um, definitely want to make sure that your questions are being answered. Make sure you know what it is that makes you a good fit for the job and what doesn't. This is where your research will come in to identify, is this going to be a fit? Yes, I can do the job, but is it a fit? Or can I do the job? Right? You need to be asking yourself these questions because that's what they're asking for you. That's what they're trying to find out. So you need to tell the story that makes it abundantly clear that you are the answer that they've been seeking, that you are the best investment in their, in their purchase. 
this this is this is what will continue to sustain your career because remember you guys we are not just looking for a job our career is a lifetime we take our experiences to the next place many of you have began to notice tons every day there's a new layoff going on so this has been the biggest testimony because you're seeing it firsthand maybe you guys are experiencing it as well your job is not what what matters it's the career path and long term right exactly john this is your legacy so remember to invest your time into the things that will invest back into you for the long term. And I'm not just saying it needs to be a nine to five. It could be your own personal business. But remember, when you begin to hire people and your own team, make sure that they are a good investment and that you can invest back into them. What growth can you provide them to make this a career, not just a job? We're not just hiring in our company 16-year-olds who just you know don't want to work at McDonald's. We want to build wealth within our communities and within the people that we hire, right? That's why you built your business, right? You, you wanted to make an impact, so make it. Not just on the purchaser who's purchasing your stuff or your service or your product, but also who's purchasing you, who's buying into you. They're investing their time into you. They cannot get this back. It's just like a relationship. I can't get my time back. So make sure you're investing in each other for the long view. Number five, going back into interview week, practice answering questions that you may be asked. I've given you some, 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 uh, some ideas to get the flow going. Uh, the rest of this week, we'll be doing some real life examples. Um, I inv invite some of you to join me live if you want to participate. We can even do some uh, live mock interview trainings if you'd like. If you want to participate in that, send me a direct message and we can schedule something for this week. Um, again, we are here Monday through Friday, 11 a.m. Eastern time. So be a part of the conversation, be a part of the change, be a part of the, the network here. Um, let's see, we have some comments. Uh, this this was one of my first lessons when beginning my raise and startup. Exactly. Uh, passive income and passionate interests. Yes. When considering a role, I always ask myself, how much value can I really add to this company's long-term goals? And that is, it's so, it's so important that you're asking yourself that question because they're certainly asking themselves that question. So you should be doing the same. Am I right? Am I right? You have to be asking your que the same questions that they're asking of you. You need to ask of yourself. Something I want to share with you on, I want to leave this with you. It is your responsibility to be in control of your career. I'm, I'm honing in all this so much. You, you guys are probably like, man, she is really going in. It's your responsibility to be in control of your career. It is my job as your collaborator to help you get there. That is my mission. Everyday people, everyday leaders lead extraordinary lives. That is what I am here for. That is why you will continue to see me showing up because I know the impact that you as leaders make impacts your individual contributors, your employees, the people that report into you. They're investing in you as a manager. You need to reinvest back into them. Uh, John says it's it's the only real way to be able to give examples of your work that align with your goals. Exactly. 
Now, Antra, you see that people are connecting via LinkedIn, dropping your links in the chat. Make sure you connect with one another. You never know who is sitting next to you virtually that can help support you in your next journey. If you are watching this on any other platform and you're watching this on replay, feel free, please drop your links in the chat, whatever that may be. If it is your website, if it is your Entre link, if it is your LinkedIn profile, whatever it is, however you want people to connect with you, be sure to do that. This week, we are intentional about everything that we do. We're not accidentally doing anything. We're not accidentally running into anything. Success doesn't happen by mistake. You will not meet one person that tells you, oh, I just found a million dollars bag of money on the side of the road. That's how I got rich. Nope. Nobody. And if you meet that person, introduce me because I need to know where they're walking. Okay. John, I'm so glad that, that you joined us today. I see that you're saying this is your first time on Entree. We are here Monday through Friday every uh, every every day, Monday through Friday, as I said, 11 a.m. Eastern time, consistency and discipline equal success. What a fantastic way to end it. Thank you so much for those words. Um, just to give you an update on what's going on uh, from Career Pause Academy, which is going, which is the person, which is the company that is sponsoring this particular live uh, and, and podcast show. Uh, we have Talent Acquisition Week occurring July 25th through the 29th. If you are in the talent acquisition space, if you are a leader in the talent acquisition space, if you're an individual contributor in the talent acquisition space and you know you need to get better, this is the place you need to be. I will be speaking there personally on engagement. As you can see, it's very important to me. I'm talking about creative ways to engage with talent, engage with your people and connect. Um, we wrapped up a practical guide to getting more job offers, the free workshop last week. We are opening the doors on Wednesday to the 30-day program. If you are watching this, this show and you keep telling yourself, I need to do something, I need, I need that nudge, I need that accountability partner, I need that group of people who are also looking to succeed in their careers, this is it. Is it free? No. Do you work for free? No but the investment will be worth it. It's pouring back into you to get more job offers in 30 days. If you're interested in participating in that, be sure to reach out to me directly, or you can go to yourfavoritecareercoach.com, sign up, you'll get the replay for the workshop that happened last week and the opportunity to, to join in this boot camp, this 30-day boot camp. But remember, this boot camp is for people who are willing to put in the work. You're not going to be successful overnight by not putting in work. I'm giving you actionable steps every day for 30 days to get you on your way. I'm not doing this from a perspective of hypotheticals. I'm doing this from the perspective of a recruiter, of Facebook, a recruiter of Amazon, a recruiter for American Express, a recruiter for Roblox. These are, to name a few, all of the companies that I have supported successfully in hiring awesome people. If you want to be one of the many, then let me know. If you are a leader and you are on the verge, I we're already talking the same language. I don't even have to finish that sentence. If you're a leader, you know what I was going to say. If you need support from a leadership perspective, I have something for you. Reach out to me directly. I have a mentorship. It's an invite only, but 
I think you might need it. So reach out to me if you're in, in that leadership space, if you're a director, if you're managing a group of people and you need support on reconnecting with these people, reach out to me. You need it. I know you do. You don't have to, you don't have to go through this alone. Uh, Leilani says, this is completely off topic. Would you be willing to do a chat about speaking engagements? I'd love to build the skills to do regular speaking engagements. Absolutely. Um, we, we can definitely talk about that. Reach out to me. Um, I'm working on something right now. Uh, it's under wraps. It hasn't been announced, but, um, we can talk, uh, for sure, for sure. Um, once again, we will be here again tomorrow, 11 a.m. Eastern. John, feel free to reach out to me directly. I'd love to, to be your advisor, so let me know. Um, once again, we'll be here tomorrow. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much for your time. Have a fantastic rest of the day. And remember, be intentional. Bye.